and welcome or welcome back to the Our Flag Means What Again podcast, where I explain, analyze, and critique HBO Max's hit show, Our Flag Means Death, created by David Jenkins. My name is Courtney, and in this episode, I'll be discussing the fourth episode of season two titled Fun and Games, aka Ed and Steve become unwilling participants in queer women hostility, sexy, while the crew create a safe space on the ship. This episode was written by David Jenkins and Alyssa jimenez Cosio and directed by Andrew Day Young. David Jenkins and Eliza, they are, they, what episodes have they written? David Jenkins, I know he did one, nine, I forgot what other episodes he did, but anyway, he did good episodes in season one. And Eliza, she also did amazing episodes in season one that I can't remember right now, but we're about to be eating good. And we did eat good this episode. My favorite episode of the season, yeah, so far. I say so far because we only have one episode left, so maybe episode eight will be like amazing. I doubt it. But maybe it will, you know? But right now, episode four is my favorite of the season so far. It's the one I've rewatched the most. Not because of Anne and Mary. I swear I'm normal about them. I promise. That's a lie. Yes, we opened the episode with their theme where we left off. Their theme is playing. Oh, that's a good song. And Ed's choking and looking at him like, oh my God, he's here. But also like, you know, choking. And he's like, oh my God, what is it? I'm here. And he's holding his hand and Ed headbutts him and falls asleep I'm pretty sure because he's concussed very much so deeply concussed and he's like oh my god did you mean to do that like yes girl he did also that's a callback to episode two ah no episode three girl be so serious I'm a fake fan episode three of season one where he gets stabbed he's like did you mean to do that Mm. this season is filled with parallels and callbacks do I love it yes and no flashbacks need to end no more flashbacks you're cut off title card we see i don't know if that's like a projector lighting or like just the lighting reaching in the room and it creates the words our flag means f on the wall but it's cute i like it so the crew he now has a meat on his face steak and he, they're like why do you have steak on your face and they're like oh i bet blackbeard did that and they're right he's like oh no he just sat up too quickly it was an accident roach is so sick he's like that's what they all say like why would you say that um but he's right like it definitely was not an accident and it wasn't but still he's like you guys he's just recuperating he needs to get himself together he needs to heal and jim's like that's a bad idea he's definitely gonna try to kill you once he gets off the ship they're like yeah you need to kick him off like yes kick him off the ship archie's like facts steve's like oh wait no we don't do that we don't banish people that's not us like girl he's so serious right now steve he is not serious people like when it comes to his man he forgets all sense his he don't know how to act and he's real for that because look at the material but also like let's be so real right now look at the crew they don't want your lovesick shit going on right now you don't got time for that and roach is like well medically speaking the man can't speak and his brain is couscous Ugh. samba the man that you are that's a good man Speaking of good men, Ed is chained to the railing of the ship, one hand, and the hair on his face, wet hair, because, you know, the storm, and his shirt and his arm muscle popping, the tattoos. He has never been the Jesus allegations, one. And two, whoo, he's so fine. I'm so sorry. Like, I'm sorry about the mass murder-suicide attempt, but... He was in a silly, goofy mood, and also, he is so hot. So, can we please just forgive him? Buttons, the weirdo he is, is like, oh, I know where you were. You were in the gravy basket. It's like, of course. Because, of course, Buttons has been to the gravy basket. And he says many times, like, who's surprised? Raise your hand. No one. But Ed, 
again, he has a concussion. He can't speak. So he's like, Ugh, head drops. Oh, that's a good man. That's a good man. I need to make that scene my like desktop background because he looks so hot in that scene. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Let me keep it classy. Izzy has been drinking down. They just never address that. They're like, oh, he's coping with alcohol, but they never talk about it. You know what I mean? They have a show don't tell versus tell don't show problem. They'll tell us things we don't need to know. Like we already know because they're showing us, but they'll tell us anyway. But they won't tell us things we don't see. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, girl, flip it. Tell us this, show us that. You know? They got it mixed up. Steve comes over to him. He's like, oh, how you doing? What's up? You know, trying to butter him up so he can get his vote for Ed to stay. And he's like, ooh, Ed don't look too good. He's just like, well, at least he has both legs. Instead, he's not serious people. He's like, yeah. He's like, oh, he can't be. He's got no head. Reese Darby is just goofy. Like, he's a silly man. He does cartoonish, excessive, not excessive, camp. Is it really camp? He has a specific style of comedy, and it works so well. Like, every time. Every time he delivers a line, I'm going to laugh. Sorry. A lot of people don't have it, but he's got it. He's got the it factor. But he's like, yeah, you know, can you vote? And it's just like, oh, in my vote, the rotten leg has to come off. It's like, okay. And he's like, is that a yes or a no? I'd hit him. Like, why you got me side-eyeing you alongside Izzy? Be so serious right now. For that alone, I'd hit him. Frenchie looks so good. He looks fucking amazing. He has this, like, red vest with yellow swirls and stuff on it designs and a green velvet sleeve shirt and pants i think the pants are leather i don't know but he looks amazing beautiful stunning jaw dropping i like to my headcanon is that we john made it for him yep um he's like yeah we've chosen banishment unanimously so the way he says your port side dinghy no your complimentary port side dinghy awaits port side now leave please Ugh, <laughs> he's so funny i love him and Ed tells him to fuck off, and he's like, okay, rude. Which is like, why'd you have to do that? And Ed's just, like, flicking people off and laughing and saying fuck you as he walks to the dinghy. They're like, dude, you're making this real weird and awkward. And Weejun's like, this is the first time I've been on this side of the walk of shame. At first, I thought Ed said that, but no, it was Weejun. I still laughed, though. Roach is so sweet. He made him a sandwich. He's like, well, I made you a sandwich for the trip. Parallels, parallels, blah, 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 again. And he hits it out of his hand, nasty man. And Steve catches it. He's like, don't you want your Sammy? And he hits it out of his hand and it hits Lucius's face. I don't know if that was in the script or Nathan broke character and was trying not to laugh. But either way, it was hilarious. And Steve, good man. He's like, you got to say something. Like, say something, Ed. And unserious man. He's like, you're not a fucking mermaid. Which, like, okay, girl. <laughs> no one knows what that means. But the crew walks away and Steve's confused like, what? And Buttons comes over like, it's fine. He's got no head. He's been in the gravy basket. And Steve's like, the gravy basket? He's like, yeah, he's half dead. And the way Steve just believes him, Buttons is like, go, oh, come with me, walk with me. I'll tell you everything about it. I'm going to find a bowl to turn to a bird. And Steve's just like, sure, okay. Yeah, he believes him. That's a good captain. He doesn't like side-eye him or nothing. He's like, okay, because it's Buttons, you know? He creates an environment that is so safe and, like, welcoming. That's a good man. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. He's done nothing wrong in his life ever. Yes, he has. He's a deadbeat. He ditched his kids three times. 
You're like, how three? Ditched him the first time. Ditched the crew. Ditched his family again. So three times. It's okay. God forbid women do anything. He's a deadbeat father, but maybe the kids had bad vibes. You don't know. Ed is walking through, like on his way trying to find stuff. And when I realized that they were quoting the lyrics of Here I Go Again by Whitesnake, I was like, ain't no way. But I was shocked when I heard what I heard. I was like, is that the G-slur or are the captains fucked? But other people were like, no, I heard it too. And I'm like, what the fuck are flagging and stuff? Like, why would you do that? Like, the song they're referencing here doesn't even have that in the lyrics. It's Drifter in the lyrics. And in the older version, it's Hobo. So what's with the G-slur cut off? You know what I mean? Really weird. Like, certainly a choice. The females are acting really weird, you know, like that. He finds a bunny and thinks it's a wolf? Question mark? I, no way he actually thinks that's a wolf. Like, my brother stand up. And that's when we get that adorable scene of him being like laying down on the floor and talking to the bunny. He talks about the spider tattoo and this man is such a loser. I forget how much of a loser he is. Like no wonder him and Steed are besties slash boyfriends. Loser sees loser. Cause why is he like, oh, I got this huge spider tattoo. Cause I was afraid of spiders. I thought it would make me not afraid of spiders. But every time I see it, I scream and get scared. So now I just cover it up with a glove. Like, all right, of course, that's why he wears gloves. Only in our flag means death positive in derogatory like what he's so i love him he's like oh my god i feel like i found my new best friend i can tell you everything and you'll always be safe with me and of course the bunny gets shot dies they're so sick and twisted sick and twisted like who the fuck did that and out pops rachel house aka mary reed butch lesbian icon her fit and the way they did her hair like wow they really put thought into this they said what would a butch lesbian in 1717 look like and where and then they jot that down she looks exactly like that she got the it looks like she's is it blacksmith is that the thing you know with the people that do the metal hammering stuff that's what she looks like because she's got the i think that's an apron thing the apron thing that blacksmith wears you know you know the thing and she's also got the long sleeve shirt that looks part of the uniform and the pants i don't know what the hell she got going on with the pants but i'm eating it up it looks like leather but it's got like an axe on it and stuff like she got a whole thing going on like okay girl i see you but yeah they see each other like oh my god she's like teach and he's like read the fact that they call each other by their last names oh i know they're besties and their hug oh my gosh it's so adorable i'm so glad that ed has more friends now yes ann and mary are a bit fucked up also but he's got friends you know in their hug like the way they just throw each other in like mary not runs into his arms like it's a big hug like ooh, tight in the shake with the hug i love them so much like i've only had their friendship for one episode but i need it back like give me flashbacks of this give me flashbacks of ed hanging out with ann and mary give me those flashbacks give me that that's what i wanted from this season they said fuck you go write some fanfic they going to hell for that seed and buttons are walking down the same ish path that ed walked down or like another path i don't know but they're walking and buttons is telling him about the transmortification that he's gonna be doing and also the gravy basket and steve just eating it up like okay so that's what's going on like really you're gonna believe him like he's right but it's like damn steve said i trust my crew no matter what that's a good captain right there he just believes buttons and then they find an antique shop and buttons is like oh there's definitely gonna be a bowl in there and that's when we meet the beautiful Anne Bonnie. Oh, Mini Driver, the woman that you are, call me. 
Um, <laughs> Steed is like, we're looking for a bowl for him. And Buttons is like, yeah, so I can turn into a bird. She don't even flinch. She's like, there should be some under the cover. And he's like, oh, superb. I love him. Buttons is a good man. Well, good bird now. He has never done anything wrong. If you think he has, you're wrong. That's a good man. He's the one, well, one of two, one of three men on that ship that have done nothing wrong ever. He, of course, is admiring the armoire. Fuck it, it's French. I'm not going to even try to say that. But it's something antique that he's looking at. And he's like, oh my god, this is like a blah 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 of the 16th century or whatever the hell he says. And he's asking if the stuff are available. And she's like, they are to lovers of beauty. Ugh. She said, he seems like he got gay tendencies. I'm going to eat that up. And she did. Good for her. Uh, she got a spider tattoo on her boob. And I definitely wasn't looking a weird amount to notice that. It was just there and I noticed randomly. But... <laughs> I am choosing to believe that she got matching tattoos with Ed and Mary for their friendship because why not? I choose peace and love and joy and happiness. She sees that he has an eye for nice things. She's like, don't you have an eye for beauty? And she introduces herself to him. She's like, Anne Bonnie, teak collector. And she's like, Steve Bonnet, lover of beauty. And she eats that up. I'm like, okay, girl, it wasn't that cute or funny or witty. Like, calm down a bit. She does that giggle and pulls him towards her. I'm like, damn, she's strong. Or he just weak or both mary comes back and she's like annie look who i fucking found and ed's like where's my annie fucking body ah i was so excited i'm like what if he calls her annie and she calls him eddie and that literally happened i won like fuck everything else i won i won cancel the show right now because i won don't actually cancel the show like i'm just being dramatic but i did win She's like, Eddie motherfucking teach. And then they run to each other and he hugs her and he's like, ah, Eddie, my darling. Ah, I just can't stop winning. Their friendship is so adorable. Even though, you know, they fuck with him instead at the dinner party. But it's still cute. And the spinning hug as she throws her arms around him and they do the, you know, moving around as they hug the, what the hell is that called? It's not a jump hug. But it's like when you hug someone and they twirl you around, they do like a mini version of that. Because, like, they turn around together as they hug. It's so cute. And they have their own handshake. Oh, I love their handshake so much. I love their handshake. It's so cute. Like, the little hip bump at the end and the hair flip. They ate that. They know they ate that. They definitely came up with that, like, as teenagers. Let us see Ed's flashbacks. Please, I beg. I beg you. Please, 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 please. Like, I'm on my knees begging. Please. Please. Ed looks so proud of the handshake, as he should. They're so adorable. Someone, who was it on Twitter? I don't know, but someone was like, oh, they bullied me in high school. I just know it. And it's like, yeah, they would. And I'd eat it up. So what now? Of course, Steve chooses that time to pop back up and be like, hey, Edward. And Steed has awful timing. Like, be so serious right now, my brother. Ed is like, Jesus Christ, here we go. And that's when he does the, hey. And they're like, oh my God, you guys know each other? And he's like, we're shipmates. It's like former. They are so messy. That look they share and that, huh? They said, we're about to ruin these men's lives. We're about to wreak havoc. And you know what? I support women's wrongs, so pop off. And that's when Anne's like, you guys should both stay for dinner. And Steve's like, oh, I wouldn't want to make him uncomfortable. And it's like, him? Like, wow, he just calls him him. And it's like, whatever, do what you want. Mess with your best dad. Like, okay, I see you, Miss Passive Aggressive. Look at you. And Steve's like, okay, maybe I could have dinner. And it's like, whatever. 
and in Mary are so messy. Like, whatever. Yeah, whatever. Like, oh my goodness. They're so messy. I love them. I knew they were going to be on something during that dinner. Like, just the something being vibes. The vibes being rancid. But I ate it up. Like, the vibes were a bit hot, even though they were rancid. Like, damn. Back on the ship, the crew is going through it. And the crew that was with Steed, the maroon crew, notices this. They're like, the vibes are off. And Pete's like, yeah, something's wrong. Roach is like, are you talking about him? And it's Lucius freaking out about rope near him and a bird. And he's like, or him. And Izzy is drinking, yelling at unicorns. Like, be so serious right now. And he's like, or them. And the crew that was with Ed, Fang, Frenchie, Archie, and Jim, they're scrubbing the hell out of the floor where they tried to kill him. And oh my god, these people are traumatized bad. And Jim's like, oh my god, they're looking over here. As they're trying to, like, scrub the blood off the floor. They're like, oh, there's still some blood. I see it. And they're like, yeah, I see it too. Like, there's no blood, babe. Y'all just traumatized. And that's okay. And Pete, he's like, there's a feral quality to them. Roach was not helping. He's like, oh, we need to let them know this is a safe space. With a cleaver in his hand as he's doing, like, choking motions with his hand. So that don't look great from the traumatized crew's perspective. They're like, oh, they're planning something. Things like, yeah, it'd be bad to kill them in self-defense if we have to. Damn. Like, Ed, you really traumatize those poor people. My bad, y'all. Like, sorry. And Pete's like, oh, you guys are doing so good. It's so clean. Roach is like, yeah, real good scrubbing. Back where the good stuff is happening. Not that the subplot on the cruise ship was, like, bad. But, like, I was more interested in the lesbians being weird and off-putting. And making their relationship troubles everyone's problem. You know, being parallels to Ed and Steve. I ate that up also because they were hot. But you know, that's neither here nor there. Mary is talking about how they met. She's like, oh, you know, I was arrested. And then I see this guard with beautiful eyes. And he peels off his face. And she's like, it's this one over here to rescue me. And Anne's like, yeah, you know, a lot of people, you know, they pull at the face, which tears it. You got to slice. And I'm like, this girl was cutting off people's faces and wearing them. Real strange and off-putting women are back. Don't say you love strange and off-putting women and you're like, oh my god, I can't believe she was wearing people's faces. That's a fun fact about her. Leave her alone. Also, there's a random goat in the house. This house is in such disarray from left, right, and center. Like, oh my god, I would not want to be... Like, I would want to be here because it is so messy and I just want to see them fighting shit. But also, I would not want to be here because, like, I don't want to see all this. But yes, I do. Mary asked how they met, and he's like, oh, you know, I was gut-stabbed, and then he saved me. And Ed's like, well, I was just planning on killing him at the time. And Steve's like, oh, but he decided I wasn't going to doggy heaven, and looks at him like it's some inside joke between them. He is so real for that. I would say stand up, but I'm just as bad as him. I would do the same. And Ed's like, oh, more like I relented. And Steve's like, oh, you know, we lived in happiness and domesticity before for a while. You know, we were happy. And Ed's like, yeah, before he boned it. And their little whisper argument, Steve's like, can we not do this right now? And Ed's like, I'll do it anytime I want. I love them. That damn cuckoo clock rings and then Mary hits the chair and Anne's like, oh, fuck, I gotta go work on dinner. They hate that clock down. That clock coming back, by the way. I'm saying this like y'all didn't watch it. Like, you definitely watched it. But if you didn't, that clock's coming back. Mary is like, damn, Ed, what happened to your beard? I liked it longer. And he's like, oh, I had the crazy notion to shave it off. Immediately regretted it. Now, one of my mutuals, aka Duke, was like, 
that was so mean why would he say that i'm like calm down was it mean yes but i mean you know they're arguing a little bit they got their thing going on it's fine and from the kitchen i laughed so hard at the scene she's like mary come help me this rabbit is fucked and mary's like oh i gotta go help she's like oh, i gotta catch the fucking rabbit gotta kill the fucking rabbit gotta cook it like god they're really going through it in there they're like tussling after steed talks to ed he's like oh i love your beard you know i really do like the length right now and ed eats this up obviously but is trying not to show it he's like thank you and those girls not to quote that chris brown video but oh those niggas getting it in over there and they were they were fighting in that kitchen you hear like slicing and pushing and and like don't you fucking touch me and mary's like oh i'll touch you all i want and stabbing then they come out of there Anne is so adorable she is so strange and off-putting she is so hot she got blood on her face like she's been sliced she's like oh i'm so sorry you guys dinner's gonna take a while because someone forgot to take the intestines that thing she does like with her hands as she does intestines and then out of the rabbit in the rabbit ear she does Ugh. mini driver let me not say anything let me keep it classy let me keep it like i'm trying to keep it classy Mm, class 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 okay anyway that thing she does with the intestines and rabbit hand signs oh are you guys looking for a third please let me join your relationship please 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 anyway mary comes out of the kitchen and she's like oh you guys want me to top your drink and it's like yes please so he's still drinking i thought it was interesting that they don't talk about it that much but i mean you could argue that it's one of those things like you don't have to talk about like you could rely on the viewer to like interpret that as oh you know he's still going through it recovery is up and down he's still drinking a bit but no offense to a lot of the viewers but the think piece tweet threads i see begin numbers on twitter y'all not that bright and i think they should spell out some more stuff you didn't hear that from me though yes you did but we zoom in on mary's back as she's leaning over and pouring ed some more to drink and there's a knife sticking out of her back it's a knife and steve points us out he's like oh you got a little something in your back and the way rachel house says oh fuck me Ooh, let me keep it classy let me keep it classy let me keep it i'm keeping it classy hmm anyway <laughs> um sorry <laughs> let me not uh <laughs> tell us my train of thought mary is like oh yeah it's in there and steve's like you want my help she's like no annie put it in there and can get it out and they're close talking and just rancid vibes like ooh, ooh, mm, mm, real toxic yuri is back this is what i mean when i'm like toxic yuri if your favorite couple is not stabbing each other and utterly obsessed with each other but can't stand each other and they live in this toxic environment but neither of them wants to leave because they love each other so much and they feel like that's the only person that can love them as much as they do then that's not toxic yuri y'all will call anything toxic yuri and toxic yaoi it's like oh they're so toxic and then they have bad communication issues that get fixed or like they have a lover spat like no these bitches have to hate each other live in the cesspool of an environment just toxic rancid vibes literally a biohazard of a relationship that's what they've got going on and i love it 
Anne leans over. She's so cute. Hands behind her back. She's like, oh, you want me to take it out, don't you? And Mary's like, oh, is there a fucking echo in here? Is there? And the way Anne turns her around and, like, flicks the knife in her back is so, like, uncomfortable. See the other, like, leaning back, like, ugh. And she just keeps flicking. She's like, yeah, six inches of silver in your scapula or scapula. And then... Steve's like, oh, we can go and give you guys some privacy if you want. And that reminded me so much of that Atlanta episode, you know, where Ern and Paperboy are in, not jail, but like the county office? What the hell is that called? Anyway, the waiting room at the police station. And Ern is there just waiting and... (laughs) He is sitting next to this dude and this dude's girlfriend, and he's like, oh, I can move for you guys to be closer if you want. And the dude the whole time is like, no, stop being weird. That's what that reminded me of, because Ern was like, you guys want some privacy? Like, I can move. And that's the immediate thing I thought of when she was like, y'all want us to give you some privacy? But Anne just rips out the knife in her back, and it's weird very weird like okay so they got a stabbing thing going on slay i guess question mark back on the ship the marooned crew planned a surprise for the traumatized crew and they're leading them into where is that the walkway i don't know the kitchen area ish where is that i need to have like a layout for the rooms of the revenge i know there is one i need to find it but yeah they're in like a room it doesn't look like the jam room i don't know where it is but they're like, oh, close your eyes. They're like, no, no, we're not doing that. And they're like, yeah, we're not too keen on surprises these days. They got knives and, like, weapons behind their backs just in case shit pops off, which it's not going to. But, you know, you're trying to surprise them. They didn't think that through. Like, let's throw them a surprise party, girl. Like, do they look like they can handle surprise parties right now? Let's think. They didn't think that through. But it's okay. They meant it from the heart. So that's what matters, I guess. They showed them the piñata, which Pete calls a piñata. And... I think it's Oluwanda that's like, yeah, you hit it with a stick. And they think of the fight between Archie and Jim to the death. They're just getting flashbacks after flashbacks. Like, it's real bad. And we John's like, oh, wear the blindfold. And Jim's like, stay the fuck away from me. It's like, damn. They're really traumatized, which, who's surprised? And Rose is like, you won't want to stay the fuck away from this cake. Which looks like the cake from the wedding they raided. And that sets them off. They all pull out weapons. Gets real bad from there. Back at the lesbian residence, Steed is helping Anne with the rabbit. And oh my god, this rabbit looks so awful. I'm like, so was this not prepared beforehand? Like, y'all just started working on this. That's what it looks like, I guess. Because that rabbit is very much like, it looks like it was just caught and then they just cut it open. Because Steed is digging through the intestines and he's like, oh, there's a little bit of rat poop on their rabbit but he's like i'm sure it could be clean the other way when mary came out of the kitchen and she was like oh no one minds a bit of rat shit not rat shit rabbit shit on their rabbit i'm like girl be so serious right now and sees that he's quote quote sensitive we know what that means you can't see me but my wrist is flopping down um i'm so sorry steve yeah, she's like, oh, you're very sensitive. You know, I like that about you. She loves that he has gay tendencies, like, her. And she's like, Eddie was a fool to let you go. And he's like, oh, I don't think either of us have let go. Which, like, yes, he's right. He is, because they're very much still in love, still 
obsessed with each other, just like Anne and Mary. And just like Anne and Mary, we get to see Ed and Mary on the deck. I don't know, the outside of their house smoking. Ed is coughing up a lung. I'm like, my brother, Jesus Christ. And Mary's like, you got slow, old man. Like, Jesus, fuck. He's like, oh, I'm good, I'm good. He's really not that man coughing bad. And he passes it back to her. She's like, okay, do what you want. He's like, oh, what's with the stabbing? She's like, oh, that's just something we do, you know, to keep things light and fun and interesting. Like, girl. I mean, to each their own, I guess. And Ed is all reminiscing. He's like, oh, Steed stabbed me once. I know he ate that up. We get another flashback. Like, we weren't there. There's only one season. Remind you, like, there's only one season. We know. We remember. They said, oh, these losers wouldn't rewatch season one multiple, multiple times. They probably don't remember. Wrong. You think too highly of us because we did. We did rewatch it multiple, multiple times. So we don't need the flashbacks. Don't show me flashbacks of shit I've already seen. I beg, I beg, I beg and plead. Don't do it again. They're going to do it again, but this was my chain of thought while watching. Like, don't do that shit again. They did do that shit again. They love playing in my face. Mm, I hate it here. He's like, yeah, I had to force him to do it. He's so fragile. Like, oh my God, stand up. I beg. And Mary sees it. She's like, oh my God, you guys love each other. You're caught up in each other's whirlpool, just like me and Annie. Like, yes, exactly. They're parallels. They're foils. Hello? Hello? They did this for me. They said... You want a double date? That's The vibes are just toxic, rancid, and also a cautionary tale of how Ed and Steed could have ended up if they went to China together without talking shit through or working through their issues or getting to know each other or how they could still possibly end up if they don't get rid of the animosity. Here you go. And I ate that right the fuck up. I was like, more please, sir. More please. I ate it up. Ed smokes the blunt again, and again, he's coughing up a lung. He needs to quit it. Like, oh my god, you are not made for this anymore. Please, you're not young. Save yourself. Back to Anne and Steed. Anne is giving him a massage while Steed is telling her about how he left his wife and kids and all of that. Good for him. And she's like, oh, you're a heartbreaker. And he's like, no, I don't know. Maybe I've wounded a few hearts. I don't know. And she's like, you coy boy, wound this. And she gets on his arm. She's like, ah, they're going to be so jealous. I'm like, girl, you're so serious right now. She said, yes, I am a lesbian and he is a gay man. But, 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 our 30-year relationship will surprise you. I mean, sure, she saw the chance she took it. I don't know. And she kisses him and they're interrupted by Buttons digging through her pantry for a bowl i forgot he was there steve forgot he was there he's like buttons you're still here and he's trying to explain what happened he's like oh no it's not like that you know i have a sore back and she's medically trained i'm like medically trained okay he not serious people and i respect him for that her stomach starts bubbling and he's like oh you good she's like oh i don't feel good and she's like Bleh. and we find out that mary poisoned ed she's like oh look she poisoned me steve is very unsettled by this but i mean they're into it that's their love language trying to kill each other so let them do their thing god forbid women do anything back on the revenge of the crew is still going through it they've got weapons against each other now and jim's like half of this crew has serious problems and that half is not us but it's like okay babe you're so fine i don't even care um all one day's like um, we should calm down. French is like, yeah, anyone else's arms and various limbs getting tired. And so they call a truce after Oluwande's like, you know, we're not trying to hurt you guys. 
and we just want you know you guys to feel safe and Jim's like so you're saying this is a space that's like safe and I won teal orange is truthers we are back number we're so like we're that meme that's like we're so back it's so over that's what it's been like for me this season as a Jim Olu truther because tell me why Oluwande calls them babe Ugh! when I tell you I levitated I levitated out of my seat I did true I did I really did because we are so back. We're back in better than ever. Yes, we are so back. Fuck, that is what I'm talking about. They drop their weapons and shake their limbs, but that doesn't last long because, of course, things pop off again. Roach is like, oh, we gotta address some lingering issues, you know? And Archie, she's trying her best. God bless that girl's heart. She's like, yeah, because the sleeping arrangements, can we talk about that? That shit is fucked. And Wee Jones like, I'm sorry, new guy, what's your name? And the way Jim <laughs> pulls a knife on him and they're like, fuck you is her name. <laughs> and Roche pulls his cleaver on them. He's like, stupid name for a person. Whoever, no, I know who wrote this episode. David Jenkins and Eliza Jimenez Hosio. I'm so sorry for cursing you out in the episode before. You guys did good. Like, you really ate that. You did. They all pull their weapons back on each other. And Izzy, of course, walks in at the worst time. He's like, he took off the legs of the unicorn. Why? I don't know. But he did. And the little stick he has for his leg obviously snaps because it's not suitable to support his weight. And they try to help him up, but he's like, oh, fuck off all of you. He's like, you're born alone and you die alone as he crawls away. And when I tell you I cackled as he keeps saying that over and over and he crawls away, comedy is so bad. Like, we're so back. We're the most back we've ever been. We're Barack. That's how back we are. The lesbians are now eating dinner with their guest. And Anne's like, oh, you know, I got the gift you left me in my glass earlier, dear. And Mary's smiling. And they're doing their weird flirting, stabbing, killing shit as foreplay. And then they remember that Stephen Ed's there, I guess. And Mary's like, how's the rabbit, guys? In the difference between Steve and Ed's answers, I love them. Steve's like, oh, it's great. And Ed's like, I can barely taste the shit. And I know they can't because I know that she was not cooked. I laughed so hard. And Buttons, he's still there. He's like, I can tell that this rabbit was intelligent from the texture. Like, what? And Ed's looking at him like, okay. Anne and Mary are so messy. Mary's like, so how's it like being back at sea? And she's like, oh, you know, I left, but I came back. It's great. I missed it. And he looks at Ed. Ah! The writers and the actors and the directors, everyone involved, you know what you did. Why would you do this to me? Like, my eye is twitching. I can't. I can't do this. I, 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 I'm stuttering. I can't. And Anne's like, yeah, you must have been so sad because, you know, you left your wife twice. And the way Mary looks at her, like, ooh, girl, they are so messy. I support women's wrongs, but they were so fucked up for that. And it's like, you left me for Mary. And the, he's a classy man because he dabs his mouth and says, excuse me, before he gets up and slams the chair into the wall. Hot. Then he knocks over the plant. Hot again. And he storms out the room. And Anne's just like, ooh, you know, trying not to laugh. And Steve's like, I told you that in confidence, girl. Like, damn. She's like, oops. Ed is hiding under a blanket. He, that's his comfort thing. Hiding under blankets or like forts. It's his soothing tactic. Leave him alone. He's literally neurodivergent and a minor. 
like steve comes over like you doing good at least he's trying to talk to him you know like he's done better at that communicating kind of sort of not really it lasts for like one episode one and a half i'll give him that two two and a half episodes two just two just two episodes actually he's like it's not fair you haven't given me a chance to talk and that gets it out of the blanket he's like fair you want to talk about fair you left me for your wife she's like well i'm sorry you know everything happened so fast i wasn't expecting that and he's like i also wasn't expecting a headbutt and i was like okay throw the headbutt back in my face in the way reese says i will because it bloody hurt and then Tiger's like yes good that's the point of headbutts they're supposed to fucking hurt and steve's like okay all right he thought he had him there like no girl that's the point of headbutts they're supposed to hurt he did that shit on purpose i know crazy but ed he's so sad and pathetic i say that with love he's like oh i was so stupid i trusted you i trusted us like ah! look at them communicating he's like oh but i was just a whim to you and she's like i was just a whim to you you were gonna cut off my face and burn my body and i love the way that they acknowledge that they're both whim prone because because yeah that running to china ship would not have worked out at all he's like two whim prone people shouldn't run to china they're really each other's manic pixie dream girls good for them not good for them like you know good for them but also good for them for acknowledging it and knowing that and he's like ed i love but before he can say i love you it's like don't say it and so he changes tactics and that's when we get the beautiful i love everything about you it's like you don't have to say it back it's like i won't but like you know he kind of looks at him for him to continue he's like i love being near you feels nice feels good breathing the same air he's like oh romance of the century in ed's hard eyes and of course Anne and mary pop out they're laughing they're like oh my god y'all so stupid they're so nasty they're like oh it was so earnest too he believed it and student ed get up and mary is like oh have you guys even had sex yet and they're like that's personal and private and Anne and mary high five mary's like oh i fucking called it and it's like you called it and <laughs> Anne's like, you haven't even given each other a handy little tickle. <laughs> She's so sick and twisted. And Anne's like, ah, you know, he might like the ladies, Ed, because he gave me a proper tonguing in the kitchen. It's like, girl, that did not happen. And she's like, no, she kissed me. And then she threw up after. And Mary's looking at Anne like, aw, you devil. She's like, I know, my love. I'm sorry. They're so cute. I love them. Like, okay, I'm sorry. They maybe terrorized them a little bit. They didn't even terrorize them. They're fine. They're grown men. They set them up. They made them pawns in their game, yes. But they look good doing it, and also they're hot. So what do you want me to say? Like, leave them alone. And Ed's like, I know what's going on. He's like, this is a game for them. They're sick. And he's like, and I expected this from because she's a fucking psycho. She's like, hey, he's so sick for that. And Mary, not Mary laughing. Like, girl, really? You just called your wife, girlfriend, partner? a psycho and he's like but mary what happened to you he's like what the fuck happened to you why are you doing this she's like we moved to the swamp in the middle of nowhere we get our fun where we can and Anne's like excuse me we can leave anytime we want it's you who's too scared to go back to pirating because you think you're too old and the look that ed and steve give each other like see they're connected they're one i love them so much and mary's like i never said that and she calls her a bitch the way Anne freaks out, she's like, don't you say that fucking word. Mary's so sick. She said, bitch, please, why don't you go dust the end tables or something? Like, girl. Anne, feral girl, screams in her face and slams the door behind her. Cuckoo clock goes off again at the worst time. 
and Mary finally throws her hatchet at it. Mary says she's been wanting to do that for fucking years. And it's like, yeah, that's great. Nice. Really healthy. And it's like, yeah, I bet she really loved that piece of shit cloth. Mary cuts them a new one, though. She ate them up a little bit. Rachel House acting down. She said, you fucking 14-year-old boys. You don't know shit about relationships. Me and Annie are what an adult relationship looks like. And her walking up to them and the zooming on her face as she explains that what they have right now, all their love for each other, that shit's going to be gone soon. And all the magic and whimsy and all the connection love is in the wind. And all they'll have is fun and games. And she's like, the last unknown in your relationship, who kick over first? Oh, she ate that. Like, Rachel House, the actress you are. I'm so sorry I was unfamiliar with your game, but now I am very familiar. Mind you, all this is going on, smoke is filling up the room because Anne just set a fire. And they're like, oh shit, she comes out of nowhere. I love how strange enough when she is. She's like, there, I burned it all. And Mary's like, even the little thing in the big table? And she's like, yeah, the armor. It's like, all of it must go. And they hold each other's face. She's like, you are so fucking hot right now. Anne's like, I know. And they hug instead of making out. Why you hate lesbians? Quickly, quickly explain to me why you hate lesbians. Hmm? Why are they hugging instead of making out, pouncing on each other? I don't know. Feels misogynistic. That's just me, though. Ed's like, yeah, your house is on fire. And she's like, we gotta go. So they leave. And Ed says, see you later, guys, before he leaves. So they're still besties. Because I said so. That's why. Crew makes Izzy a new leg out of the two unicorns. And it's a group effort, so they heal together. Love that. Izzy is still going through it. He's drinking, like, looking at himself in the mirror. He's just a fucking mess. They knock on his door to leave the leg. He's helping to fuck off. And they knock again. And he's like... He tells him, he yells, he's like, you are harassing a cripple. And it's like, you could have used a better word, but sure, okay. And he opens the door and sees that they left him a leg and a note. And he cries, yeah, blah, 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 we're supposed to feel sad. Oh my God, he's so new. And he calls them fucking cocksuckers. And it's like, okay. He's still doing homophobia, racism moments, and I'm supposed to root for him. They're like, no, it's okay, because now it's like funny, haha, bestie, homophobia, not like hate crime homophobia it's like you can't just jump to that after being nasty homophobic to them and still racist by the way hello they said don't worry about all that don't think about that that's what this season is giving they said don't think about all that shit just enjoy it vibes straight vibes no thoughts just vibes and not even in the best way steve and ed are still walking away from ann and mary's and steve's like damn girl like your friends are quite troubling he's like yeah well all of them are pirates so they start talking at the same time, and it is so adorable. They're like, no, you go first. And she's like, well, you know, where were you going to stay tonight? He's like, oh, I was going to crash with them. But, you know, and Ed's like, just crashing some trees, maybe. She's like, well, if you want, I could put in a word with the crew and see if you could stay like a day or two or whenever you get your feet off the ground. And the way Ed looks at him, those eyes, the Disney princess eyes. And he's like, yes, so softly. And Steve's like, what's that? He's like, yeah, that would be nice. Ah! He's so adorable. And the way Steve yells, great, scaring the damn birds and wildlife. <laughs> like, be so serious right now. And he's like, okay, um, stay right here. I'll go get them. Like, I'll go talk to them. And he runs so fast. That man took off. This is the second fastest he's run in his life. Yeah. First is you know when he ran across the ship the red flagship to go see ed when he thought ed was still on the revenge this is the second time third time is of course any time his bullies were throwing rocks at him as a child 
and Ed watches him run away all soft and fondly looking at him like oh this is the man of my dreams I need him to stand up immediately but he don't want better for himself so fuck it buttons just pops up out of nowhere and he's like the sea is my love and Ed's like Jesus Christ I forgot you were there and buttons is like I need to change for the sea love requires change she's like that's what I learned in the gravy basket that's when Ed's like damn he might know some of what he's talking about but no Buttons asked him to hold the bowl so he could turn into a bird. It's like, I need you to not be weird right now. And Buttons is still trying to turn into a bird. It's like, look, people don't change, especially not into birds. So, but when he goes to see Buttons, Buttons did turn into a bird and only in this show would this work. And Buttons flies away and he's like, fuck yeah, brother, fly. Ugh, I love him so much. And Steed comes back right after Butts turns into a bird because people do change. And the way the song, their theme is playing in the background as Ed says people don't change. But then it softly and swiftly transitions into Seabird. Ooh, they ate that. They ate that. They did. And his smile as he like pushes his hair back and runs to Steed. I love them. They're so cute. And Ed's like, hey, Buttons turned into a seagull. And he's like, oh. He just believes him. Because of course he does. Steed, like, he's like, my man would never lie to me. Never. If he has, no, he didn't. <laughs> he's so real for that. We gotta see Izzy's ass on the screen, of course. Not his actual ass, but you know what I mean. We gotta see him. And he got his new leg. He got his hair slicked back. Oh, wow. On the paper, it says for our new unicorn. Oh, my God. He's changed. Look at that. How did he change? Don't ask me. Um, <laughs> But Buttons flies past him. I love it. I love it here. Like, this is a good ending. Even though I had to see Izzy too many times to count. Um, I mean, better than episode five. I had to see that man more. In episode six, they said, yeah, he fully redeemed. Ah. Like, that makes my ass itch. I can't believe they're doing this to me. This is this got to be propaganda of the highest order. They're trying to indoctrinate me. It's not going to happen. I'm not a bitch. Um, what was I going to say? The post-credit scene. Someone said that the post-credit scenes are probably, like, scenes they deleted and added at the end. It's like, yeah, I believe that. This scene looks like it was supposed to be in, like, after Steed goes to check on Ed because they're talking to Buttons about him becoming a bird. He's like, yeah, I won't be able to eat like this one, so I'm a bird. They just take that as, like, law. They're like, okay, cool, nice. And they're like, so what's going on with them? Like, is the ship like that? He's like, yeah, it's a nonstop knocking shop on that ship. I don't get involved in that, though. Good for him. Asexual icon. Love that. Yep, that was the episode. Go follow me on Twitter at Mrs. Teach, capital M-R-S-T, number three, ACH and on Tumblr at Lottie Matthews CEO, all lowercase L O T T I E M A T T H E W S CEO. Thank you for tuning in, and I'll see you next time. Bye.